Hi, this is Bobby Tewksbury with HittingDaily.com. Today's podcast is called What is a Drill? This podcast was really prompted by a number of emails that I got following the Roberto Clemente all-time great daily from yesterday. So a lot of emails asking, how can I turn this into a drill? How can I make my bat move like that? Um, What do I need to do to make that bat path happen? And I'm not angry angry is not the word for it, uh, kind of frustrated, annoyed, um, in some ways disappointed, um, just not about people that email me. I, I don't mind that people email me, but just in general, the, the mindset of drills, the, um, call it a drill culture if you want, um, where people, are constantly asking, well, how do I do this drill? Do you have a drill for this? Do you have a drill for that? And you can literally invent a drill for anything. Um, that's my one of my biggest goals for coaches and for hitters is to learn how to see the swing, learn how to think about the swing to be able to create your own drills, to be able to be creative on the fly. So just a quick story. Um, I was presenting at Mohegan Sun at the World Baseball Convention last winter, and I knew it was going to happen because I've seen it happen countless times. Um, I was presenting, and I I had a a slide that was called Drills. And as soon as I posted, as soon as I scrolled to that slide, uh, every single coach, and not every coach in the room, but the majority of coaches in the room took out a pen put their head down and get got ready to write. And I just I thought it was hilarious. I called everybody out on it. I said everybody stop and just listen cuz I wanted them to understand why I was doing something. I wasn't just uh I, I don't want to tell people what to do. I want to educate people about how to think. It's like the whole uh give a man a fish, wait for a day teach a man to fish, he'll eat for a lifetime, that type of mindset just with hitting. So so what is a drill? Um, I think traditionally when you think of drills, you you picture, you know, hitting stations at practices. You picture kids waiting for their turn to get in the cage or hit into a net or whatever that station might be. I think all too often it's it's a time killer. It's um, just filler time. It's um, hitters are going through motions because coaches want to do something, um, not hitters being intentful. And that's just what I see too much of. Um, the what did I write here? So too often uh, force methods without. Um, education. So this is probably my biggest gripe with drills is coaches will set up a station and just do a drill, but they won't teach the player why. They won't teach them how the swing works, what the purpose of it is, and really the the underlying principles behind the drill. It's just, hey, then we're going to do this drill today. Um. So biggest concerns, biggest beef with drills is that they're imposed. They are just 
I'm going to tell you what to do and you're going to do it because I'm the coach. Um, there's limited education, usually very little education, usually very little create creativity. Um, just like the Mohegan Sun example, the coach is just writing stuff down. Oh, I need you to, if, you, if this is how you execute the drill, I'm going to tell that player how to do it. And there's no thinking involved. Um, and really just not explaining why. Why are we doing a specific drill? Um, why would you have an entire d team do a specific drill? Um, and there's drills you can do for a team. Um, but what is the point? What are we doing? Why are we doing it? What You should be able to be creative for every player on the roster. And players, you should be able to... Um, kind of create a drill on the fly based on the success or failure that you're having. So if you're getting, you know, having trouble hitting the ball in the outside corner, you should be able to come up with a drill. That's probably the top five most common questions I get. Uh, I, I'm having trouble hitting the ball in the opposite field. What should I do? Um, and ultimately, there's, I mean, you have to go through an education process and and learn it and own it and be accountable. But long term, that should be the goal is to be, I guess, self-sustainable is a word we can use there or a term. Um, so real quick, so what should drills be? What should they be? If, if they shouldn't be a lack of education, if they shouldn't be just going through motions, um, I think it's very important that drills be used to feel new things. They're not gonna, it's not going to look pretty. When you're trying to do something new, when you're trying to make changes, it, you're going to try to feel new things and you're going to probably look bad doing it. And that's awesome. Um, you should be trying to feel uncomfortable. If you're doing, if you want to make swing changes and you're taking swings like off a tee and you feel normal, it's not a good thing. It's you're, you're too close to what you normally do and you're not making changes. Um, drills should promote good movement and good thinking. So the movement piece is, you know, visual. We can see it. What's the barrel doing? How is the body moving? If you shouldn't really be doing drills to reinforce bad movements. That's pretty obvious. Um, the thinking piece, for me, I think being accurate is a huge thinking piece. Um, I think it's very important to allow yourself to be uncomfortable. It's hard to do that for a lot of people, to try new things, especially if the environment and culture of a practice doesn't necessarily allow failure. Um, so the thinking component is is very important. you got to... You have to fail to get better. The more you fail, I explained this to a hitter yesterday. When it's like uh, the analogy I used was was when you're choosing a college, right? There's 200 some odd Division One schools. So when you start crossing schools off the list, your focus gets tighter. You're narrowing in on something, and everything should be more clear. Everything should be more um, not, that, not that the final decision will be easy, but you're getting more condensed and more um, keyed in on the things that matter. So relate that to hitting and 
failing and trying new things. When you are just starting to swing, when you're just trying to make new changes, you've got 200 some odd schools and you need to work through failure. You need to cross things off the list so that your focus and your, uh, your mindset can be keyed in on something smaller. So when you fail, you're learning how to not do something. You're learning to check something off. Um, you're learning how to think through failure. What swing thoughts do you need to have? What do you need to be telling yourself in a given situation to get your body to react? Um, it's, it's hugely internal, this process, this thinking process. And you know, being aware of your feel, being aware of your swing thoughts, that's where you own your, your swing. That's where you own your movement and what you're doing. I think a lot of hitters don't do that as much as they should. Um, I think drills should lead to routines. So if you are really, I mean, you can start drills or routines young, but pregame routines, if you've got time to get loose before a game, um, even early in practices, if you have a routine that you need to go through, whether it's a set of warm-up stretches, dynamic warm-up type stuff, um, dry swings, um, various movements. Vary, what, again, it should be creative, but um, doing drills should lead you to routines that, you know, if simple things like if you, if you tend to miss under the ball, doing a high T drill as part of your early routine is probably a good idea. Um, if you're way out front all the time, doing a, tea, a deep T drill is a good idea. So things like that, um, building routines to help you with your most common failures. Um, and there's different things you can do to, to help with your timing, to help with your swing plane, to help with, um, your direction, anything that you're, you're experiencing with your swing, you can build a drill to address it. Um, I think lastly, I think drills should be really big on emulation of great hitters and really mimicking specific moves of hitters. And very often when I have hitters in person, we'll look at video, try to study what a specific hitter is doing. So I give that hitter a visual of, um, you know, a specific component of the swing. And then we'll have, uh, that goal when I talked about Bautista the other day, that, that feeling of uh, like pushing the front shoulder towards the pitcher, um, of feeling like my entire upper torso, my, my whole spine angle was tilted forward. Those are all just, that, that's a drill. That is a drill. Um, I want you to think of that as a drill. To go through a round of swings that if I was playing today, that's something that I would probably be doing in an early round of batting practice. Would I be squaring up balls perfectly? Probably not. Um, but I would be putting my body in the positions I want to put them in and allowing myself to feel something as a higher priority than hitting the ball, which batting practice is where you want that to happen. Obviously, you're not going to carry that into a game or anything else, but um, there are times where you need to allow yourself to focus on your body and what you're feeling and what you're making your body do 
Focus on that more than making contact, which sounds crazy. And one of my favorite things when hitters say, I'm not even thinking about hitting and I'm hitting better because their body's moving better, their bat path is better. So to wrap things up, um, some things to do, what to do, next steps. I really encourage you to try new things, to use the content on hitting daily. I know I try to type it in as often as possible when I'm writing posts. Um, This would make a great drill. This would be a great place to emulate. Um, The Clemente post from yesterday, there was a specific um, clip where the barrel was tipped way out. It was the all-star game home run. and It was like an isolated slow-mo clip. But the barrel was tipped way, way out when the ball's released in my, I think I wrote something to the effect of just really try to keep things moving, just keep the barrel moving. And this is where video comes in because you can film yourself and a behind view in a batting cage is usually very easy to get as well. So you can just make sure that the barrel is tipped out when the ball's released and then really arc the barrel back get your arms long try to uh, if I were to, to do that drill I would try to visualize tracing a line that is like really long and high and behind me that's what I would try to picture in my head if I were to do that drill um, but it's really just emulation and really like a drill like that is timing a drill like that is barrel path a drill like that is improving your swing direction it's improving your swing plane Um, It's getting your bat deep in the zone. It's getting you inside the ball. And I I love the phrase, um, Kyle at Driveline Baseball. If you don't follow Driveline, they do really good stuff. Um, They do all the weighted ball stuff. And we do, Austin at AB does uh, some, we talk to Kyle a lot and follow his information. But the, the weighted ball stuff, the beauty of weighted ball stuff, as Kyle puts it, is that you're teaching mechanics without teaching mechanics. You're putting yourself in positions and ingraining patterns and remapping your arm path and shape um, because of the weighted ball. And you're not thinking about it. You're not, you know, your coaches aren't spewing out all this coaching talk. You're just throwing and it's making you better. And when a drill like that Clemente um, barrel tipped out. For me, that's a similar setup where you're you're focused on your bat path and your early positioning. So your your setup move is dictating your mechanics, and that's the case in a game as well. That's why you, all the stuff that we talk about with timing and the gather and and what position you putting in putting yourself in when the ball's released. That's so important. That the stuff that happens before you swing is so critical. So a drill like doing a drill like the Clemente, that behind view, as simple as that is, it's a tremendous drill. Something that would be good to implement to a routine potentially. Um, if you have trouble trusting that bat path or have trouble really flowing through, and then you can take it to extremes. You can tip the bat even further. You can start the bat parallel to the ground. Um, 
there's a Rogers Hornsby clip where he starts to bat like on the ground. He tips the bat and angles it like towards the ground. Those are all drills. Um, find what you need to feel and what you need to think to be confident in the batter's box. You need to be the one hitters that when you step in, when you're digging into the box, you feel that you've put your work in, that you're prepared. That's that's it. That's that's the game. That's you competing. If you're prepared, if you're ready to go, you're going to put your best at bat in. If you're not prepared, if you haven't earned your confidence, you might get a hit here and there, but you're not you're missing out on something bigger. So, uh, that's my that's my podcast on drills. Hope you enjoyed it. Um, got a lot of good feedback from the last podcast, so definitely going to be doing more of these. Excited to get some guests on here. Um, if you have podcast requests for content for people to talk to, um, certain guys I know will do it. Certain guys I know definitely won't. Um, but. We'll try. We'll get some people on and have some fun with it. So thank you very much. Hope you enjoyed it. Talk to you soon. Take care.